Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. Discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. Before anyone set foot on the boat, we put them into a sweet 16-style tournament. We argue each round. We decide a winner. Nick, what kind of chair do we use when we decide he steps foot on the boat? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. You want to tell me what we're talking about this season? Absolutely. We're talking about something we know better than anyone else. If you, you look at us and you know what you see? You see best friends. You see the best friends on the planet. We couldn't even put ourselves in this bracket because it would be unfair. It's not right. You can smell it from a mile away. We could walk down the street. You smell friendship. No one's you don't know what friendship smells like, then you've never been in the same place as me and Nick. Our friendship is so powerful that A, anytime someone thinks that they're friends with Cody and I, like that, or like one of us individually, like, oh, I know that person. The second, like if (laughs) if it's what if it's like, oh, I I think I know Cody, I step in the room and they're like, I've never met Cody. Who is this (laughs) stranger? This man man knows. (laughs) Nick knows, seems to know everything about him and brings out a side of him in which I've never seen. Exactly. I can finish Nick's sentences if I want to, but I don't. We've transcended the point of friendship where we don't even finish each other's sentences anymore, but we could. Yeah. Just to flex on you bitches. Just to do it. But instead we got, instead we started a podcast. Real, real talk. We're such good friends that I've brought other friends to meet Nick and they've instantly gotten jealous. We've been like, fuck man, how does, (laughs) how does that work? How are they so- was that one of the more weird ex- experiences of my life? Yeah, I was like, we're adults. Why are you chilling? Yeah, are <laughs> it's like, you? What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, don't be weird about it, dude. It's just, it's just my friend. I've, I've just also known him for longer. It's yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. Also, uh, if any of you are filming documentaries and need best friend experts, call oh, us we'd up. Love to do that. Yeah, God, that's because that's I think one of the only things I feel qualified to have on on my bottom Chiron. <laughs> best friend expert Nick Carey be- Nick Carey Cody Lena best friend experts I feel that way too until I was gonna do this season and then I'm looking at all these people it's like oh man I don't know some best friends out there some other best friends out there <laughs> the way you said that though almost because these are obviously pop culture fictional best friendships the way that you said that though made me think like if we just included real life best friends that we know of or people <laughs> yeah, have told us about like hey man me and my best friend Tony are really good we've been best friends since like Fucking two years old, dude. I've never, I've spent my whole life with that kid. And we're like, yeah, it's a pretty good friendship you guys got there. Yeah, but stepped us, bitch. Yeah. I was once on the phone with Nick while I pooped his pants in the car. Can you beat that? Can, Can you? you beat that? That's friendship is to call someone and be like, yo, man, you, I need you to open all your doors and I need the straight, <laughs> clear any pathway to that bathroom. Okay. Cause I'm about I'm coming, to do this. I'm not, e- I'm not even coming in hot. I'm coming in wet. We need to make this. Happen. Yeah. And then it's just fine. And then it just gets to the point where it's like, hey, man, um, never mind. It, it, it's happened. I'm just going to have to go in this, this, this bath. I'm going to have to go in this gas station and um, figure this out, man. That was the best. I need to get to your this pause. Actually, I'm going to stop real quick. Yeah, never mind, man. I'm going to just have to. I'm going to have to go to the gas station. That is less than a half mile from your house. It's Jeez. it's happened. You tried, though. That's friendship. That is. And here, folks, here are some other friends. That we want to talk, that we're going to talk about. Shout out to uh, just all of the motorboaters for giving us all of these great suggestions. And shout out to Bailey, friend of the friend of the pod, as she you is. Say that, yeah. on the pod. She is officially a friend of the pod. Gave us this suggestion. So shout out Bailey. And here, folks, in Group A, we have the one seed, Rory and Lorelai from the Gilmore Girls, going up against 16 seed Han and Chewie from Star Wars. 
Then you have the eight seed Buzz and Woody from Toy Story going up against the nine seed PJ and Josie from the indie film Bottoms that came out this year that none of you know about. But trust me, you're gonna you're gonna want to hear about the what these kids are doing these days. Mm-hmm. So, Cody, where do you want to start? I think we should keep the poop train rolling because Han and Chewie. Okay, Han has had to cut poop out of Chewie's fur, right? I, and that's like, look, man's covered in hair. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a pretty hairy dude down there. Yeah. I'm there, like, so I can only imagine how bad it is if you're covered in hair. And I've done some terrible, unspeakable things in the bathroom. And I don't, looking at Chewie and listening to Chewie talk, I don't think he's too discerning about his diet. So no, I'm sure he's no. blasted back there, you know? The only the only thing that I would hope is that, I mean, technically it is in the past, theoretically, is how Star Wars is timed out. But I just hope in their universe that, like, they have, like, laser bidets <laughs> that just, like, yeah, shoot a nice clean laser right in there, clears out the brush, clears out the underbrush or whatever, cleans it up real nice and good for you, and you're like, nice, okay. Do you think, okay, Darth Vader... He has having a rough diet, not eating enough roughage, whatever, right? Yeah. He takes he takes a poop and he's got a hairy butt. Stuff's going on back there. Yeah. He goes and he uses the Poop Star nine thousand and it lasers off all the poop back there, mm-hmm. painlessly, perfectly every time. It's like the best day, the the poop day, Poop Star nine thousand. Yeah. And that's where he got the idea for the Death Star. <laughs> but do you think he's that like, wait, poop wait. science is what destroys planets? That's who he that's who he goes and gets when it's like because Rogue One is all about this architect. That's like the great the best architect. He's like he's like basically the Oppenheimer, though, where it's like, yeah, I know how to make a laser that'll destroy a planet. He's like, but well, I'm busy cleaning butts. Yeah, it's like, yeah. He's like, but I just I use that technology to make these great bidets. <laughs> and that's who they went and got. He's like, no, no, no. This guy's the best. No, you guys got to trust me. This dude's going to do it for us. It's like, I just want to make my bidets. How, you guys, how did you become the richest man in the universe? Laser bidets to Wookies. Oh it's, my God! It's a ne- I never ha- I never stop. I'll never sell out, man. I'll never sell out. <laughs> never sell Keeps out. Going, man. As long as as long as Wookies travel, every every planet's got to have them. Every planet's got to have <laughs> them. T- have you heard about these Ewoks? They're next. They're my next target, baby. I think honestly, I wish there was a moment. I wish Star Wars did have a moment where where Han was like grooming Chewie. I don't even need. I, I'll even take it outside of your of your uh, area. But just like maybe Chewie's just got some like clumps of hair. You know, he's got more matted fur or something. And it's just Han really just taking care of him. And just be like, yeah, buddy. No, no, no. I'll help you out. Like really show that side to him. That's sensitive. Because I think everyone wants to believe he's a sensitive man, even though nothing about it would tell us that he is. The fact that that scene doesn't exist leads me to believe that he wouldn't do that. I don't think, honestly, I don't think Han Solo would cut poop out of Chewie's fur. Oh, I don't, I don't think so either. I do no. think he would be like, fuck, dude, go find a laser bidet. They don't have one. <laughs> they don't have one on this planet. Then you're, then dude, I don't know. Cut, shoot it out with your crossbow. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. No, I'm not doing it, dude. Yeah, it <laughs> seems. I mean, and then we have, we do have Rory and Lorelai from mm-hmm. the Gilmore Girls. This, I, I included them in this list because this begs the question: Can you be best friends with your parents? Yeah. And if so, should you? Should you? And if and if so, are you, kind of sad, huh? Yeah, that's like, kind of a nerd, right? That's a big that's nerd some maneuver. Dork shit, huh? You gotta what? have secrets from your parents. That's why we have parents on both sides of it. Like, yeah. Also, as the parent, I don't. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna regret saying this. I know I am, but it's just something that's on my heart. It's on my spirit. 
when like people and I don't have children, so I should start there and please understand I'm probably in the wrong. But anytime <laughs> I see someone post about their two year old child, just hang. Oh, I'm so glad God gave me you a best friend for life. I'm like, they're two. They can't. You're not even having a conversation with them yet. How can this person? All you're doing is telling them all your shit that you haven't even heard about their troubles. Yeah, man. Maybe they're really trying to pass a poop. I'm sorry. I'm stuck on the poop train right Obviously, now. Obviously, man. No, it's all right. Here's the deal. I The problem I have with Rory and Lorelai is a, the problem I have with the show Gilmore Girls is that they're too damn funny. These girls are so funny. They're so quick-witted. They're always cutting it up. And they're always they, – they're burning people left and right. They have some of the sickest burns I've ever heard. And at some point, I don't believe it anymore. You can't be best friends with your mom and have all these sick one-liners. It takes me out of the show, Nick. It's almost, it's almost like it's scripted. It's almost like it's scripted. It's so fucking funny that it's impossible. That I literally get mad. I'm like, there's no way. This she, is not was, how pe- she was insulting that man with the best insult I've ever heard before he was done speaking. <laughs> You're like, how, how would you? I've never seen this happen in real life. No. I've seen it, people get insulted, but not that quickly. <laughs> It's too and then, and then you passed it down to your child, which I appreciate, by the way. Yeah, I do appreciate that. It. That clearly Lorelai cared a lot about like, you got to be funny, kid. Hey, this world's not going to give you much. So you're going to need to have a you're sense of humor. Need okay. To have a sense of humor. So my problem with these two is that we're looking at, are we looking at a pet owner situation versus a mother daughter? And can they truly be best friends? Right. I don't think, I don't think Han and Chu, I don't, I disagree with the fact that Chewie is a pet. He's clearly a very sentient. They're their own race of them. They have a society. Like, I don't think it's not like if you see like a, an island of dogs, you know, like there's like dog <laughs> islands in like yeah, Japan yeah. and places like that. It's not like when you get there, there's like buildings erected and there's not like a hospital and a church that they go to. So and you're like, oh, man, well, if we just left them to their own devices, they would they could form their own society. No, no, no. But the Wookiees do. Also, I do yeah. want to say the way Han and Chewie met, though, is fun. Because Han gets captured and is going to jail. And he's going to be thrown into a pit where he is to be killed by Chewbacca. But because he speaks Wookiee, he's like, yo, what's up, fam? You don't want to do this? And Chewbacca's like, wait, what? You you understand what I'm saying? And then he's like, yeah, what if instead of killing me, we just broke out the joint? And, <laughs> and now it's a life of fucking fun. And let's just go ball out and be pirates, dude. That is, I will say, as far as the uh, one of the greatest ways to start a friendship... Yeah. Meet me in prison. I, tell me you know how to break out and let me know that on the end of this, we're becoming space pirates. And I'm like, you got a best friend for life, buddy. I'm on that. I'm with you yeah. for that. That's how me and Nick did it. All right. I think I'm lucky in Han and Chewie because I don't think you can truly be best friends with your mom. I just don't think you can do it. Mike, I don't I mean, think that's what that is. There is going to be a level of uh, power imbalance there that is it's you can't be best friends. Well, here's what I'll say. As someone who I, I think everyone or I know, you know. For people who don't, I am incredibly close with my mom. I wouldn't say best friends because her best friend is is a woman named Nancy. Nancy's great. Cody's my best friend. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like she knows. So like we've she never knows. been like we're best friends, but I've definitely shared a lot with my mom. And here's what I'll tell you is the downside to that is how uncomfortable it makes everyone else in your life when they see yeah. how much your parents know about your life and how involved you are and how much they're like, oh, you told your parent you told your mom like i told my mom on a on our road trip like that i had lost my virginity and that i was like hey mom your boy's now a man i'm out like i'm out here getting it daily nightly and ever so rightly mom there's no reason to do that there's no reason (laughs) 
My mom knew, by the way, because she washed my clothes at the time and found the condom wrapper. So, like, <laughs> as far as my mom knows, I've never had sex. And that, I think, is how it's supposed to be, by the way. I think there's when I love that our generation is like we're closer with our parents than our, than previous generations. But I think we need to on the next iteration of this, get a little more distance. I think we're getting too involved in our children's lives. And I think that's Rory, Rory and Lorelai are to blame. I think a little bit of distance from your parents is good. I think actually what I'm trying to say is boundaries. I think a boundaryless relationship with your parents just leads to so much awkwardness, which is, is that not the whole Gilmore Girls? That's it. That's it. Like how invested they are in each other's like love lives and how much they meddle or get involved. And you're like, hey, man, maybe don't be involved in your in your parent or your children's love life let them i'm just waiting for the scene where rory is out is she's like making love with her badass biker boyfriend from college and then lorelei comes in the room and like silently sneaks up and kind of adjusts rory's hips and be like he's really gonna like this it's like <laughs> what are you doing hey get out of here on that note though i'm actually gonna move rory and lorelei on mostly oh, because oh. Of what you said about funny and wanting funny to pass down through the gender that's all as someone who doesn't have a kid it's the only thing i want like, I don't, Kelly and I have talked about this so much that like our kid could be anything. That's not, I don't, whatever, man. If you want to learn how to play the piccolo and be, and like, that's what you want to do in high school and like wear cat ears, not my favorite thing in the world, but I'm a, as long as you're funny about it, I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you rock. I'm gonna let, I'm you, let cook. you cook. Let him cook. I, I'm but, locking in Han and Chewie because I think that's a friendship forged in fire. That's fair. With, uh, yeah. So, well, we'll settle this. The only way we know how with the American voting coin of 2004 is brought to you by random.org. We got George Bush facing up, which means John Kerry is on the other side. Low seed gets a pick. That's going to be you, Cody. Where are you going with this? I am going to go with George Bush, actually. And I don't have a good reason. That's fine. We'll flip. George Bush. All Bush, right. Baby. Han and Chewie moving on where they will go up against either Buzz and Woody or PJ and Josie. Now, for those of you who don't know PJ and Josie, they're from, I, I want to call it a hit movie, but I can't even promise that. It's a very good movie called Bottoms. I cannot recommend it enough. And here's basically what you need to know about it. PJ and Josie are uh, two queer women in high school who have crushes on two other women who are both in relationships with like shitty guys. They start a fight club though to help women learn self-defense because some of these guys are like, this is a comedy and it is like Heathers. Like think, put yourself in a brain of like mean girls, Heathers. Everything I'm saying sounds like dire. It's all played for laughs. Everything is stupid. It's very campy. To be clear, their advisor, the advisor who runs the their uh, fight club is in fact Marshawn Lynch. Of okay. The, of the Seattle Seahawks, Marshawn Lynch. Okay. Who, when you meet him, Tells you he's getting a divorce and has a porn magazine in front of children. So if, if hopefully if now I've painted a little better of a picture. And so they do start, in fact, this fight club to meet chicks. Cody, I'm going to I think it's time we let the people know you and I have never fought each other. I think it's no. a question we get asked a lot. I see it in the DMs. They're like, who has won when clearly you and Cody have needed to come to blows? Yeah, me. I would. And I well, think Nick knows that spiritually it. it's there i've got that killer instinct that nick lacks yeah so we don't we don't have to fight we've never I've won, had i've won the fight before it started yeah. i think it's one of those things where it's like as two white dudes who grew up in you know the 90s and 2000s yes cody and i have sat and watched fight club together mm. yes we looked at each other and we're like huh and then it was like nah no dog not for us man it's, uh, I, this, this ain't it <laughs> 
we shouldn't we shouldn't have a fight club but i do the thing that i like about this story though because no two dudes can't start a fight club to get chicks no that's not gonna happen no girl no girl watches i mean i'm not saying girls don't enjoy fight club but i'm saying they're not like what a smart intelligent group of men these are yeah, right. these are wow. These would make great husbands and bo- like now that we know that Fight Club Two. Obviously, if you if you don't know that, it's all satire. I'm so sorry because clearly the only men who are in Fight Club are like what we would now refer to as incels. Yeah, exactly. So like, what we so, need to address, though, I'm sorry to skip this topic. No, Buzz and Woody, they started a lot like we did, Nick. You were the shiny new toy that showed up at the school that was trying to get all the same parts I was. Trying to get all the same roles, doing all the same things. And we, I don't, it's not that we didn't like each other, but I didn't trust you. Mm-hmm. Here you come, stepping on my turf, trying to get my man. I got Andy written on my foot, bitch. <laughs> this is my house. This is my house. Who do you think you are getting off? And to be, I mean, and to be fair though, I did get that playtime. You did get that playtime. I'm a pretty, I was a pretty, I was, I, I was a pretty boy then. <laughs> I had that on you as far as being shiny, young, virile. I've always had that on I you. Was, I was old and fucking crusty and crusty and broken by my balls don't work by 16 years old. I was yeah. already thrown asunder. Yeah, it was over for you. It was over before it started for you. And then I showed up and the whole the whole high school went wild. Like, who is this? Exactly. But then but then the people learned, wait, if we play with them at the same time, we unlocked a whole new level of storytelling and playfulness that we didn't even know existed. Four movies. Are you y'all. telling me? Four movies. That's what we, we have, got out of this. We got four movies. Four movies. Should have all. Some argued should have stopped at three. Never. We're <laughs> no. making a fifth one. It's in the works right making now. Making a fifth they right now. Why? Yet, but it's coming. Do Do you need it? No. What's it going to be about? Can't even relate to the kids of today now. Like <laughs> kids don't even have great toys anymore. I I go down these toy aisles. I am not impressed. No, I'm not impressed either. I am not really... impressed by what kids are playing. Do you think it's playing because with. like. It can't be because the toy makers don't have the, the sauce. They're out here like making I'm just, stuff, I'm sure, but like kids just ain't playing with it. I'm just saying, and and this isn't to knock on kids and be like, kids these days, dog, they got video games now. And like, yeah. immer- when, when the options were, do you want to play Pac-Man or do you want to use your imagination and play with this G.I. Joe? It's pretty easy to be like, yeah. cool, Pac-Man, I can do one thing and that's it. Or I can play with this G.I. Joe and have unlimited adventures. Exactly. Totally. I used to take, I had a bunch of little G.I. Joe action figures and I used to take one and put it in a cup of water and freeze that cup of water in the freezer. And then yeah. I'd take him out and I'd sit him there in his frozen block. And the other ones were evil criminal masterminds who had frozen the world's best warrior. Yeah. You can't do that with Pac-Man. You can't do that. And even if you look at games through the 90s, they all have endpoints. So even if you got through Metal Gear Solid or Final Fantasy, it ended. Mm-hmm. You're like, great. I'm going to go play with my toys now. Thank you so much for the experience. Video games don't end anymore. Do like online play, downloadable content. It never has to end. Minecraft or, does not have an end point. Yeah. There's you no beat goal. The dragon, but that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think now and now people are so close to their parents like we were talking? Like I want to go outside and play. I'm I'm a kid nowadays. I want to go outside and play and like roll around in the dirt. But my parents are too busy talking to me about their sex life that <laughs> I don't have time. They're just like, "Hey man, why are you trying I don't need to know about this. I'm seven, dog. I want to see if I can make mud pies, wrap them in leaves, and sell them. No, son. This is this is what we call a cock ring. And what this is going to do for you is, <laughs> Dad, God please. damn. If I never want, uh, 
if I ever do have a kid, I'm not going to be the one that tells them about cock rings. I you can't. Think. And I know. And here's the thing. I'm an incredibly like sex positive person. Kelly and I have said anytime we have kids in the house, like not to, not that we're going to be like, it's a fuck palace, but like, they're going to know where condoms are. Right. Like we want to be like, Hey, if you're going to do it, be safe about it. Right. That's important to me as someone who's like been a sexual educator in the past. At the same time though, I should not be my child's number one resource on all things sex. That needs to be someone's older brother. That needs to be someone's older brother who tells them all the things like, no, 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 here's what you got to do. And it's all bad advice. Make sure you step on their head. Now, here's the thing. I, I, if I ever have a kid, I will be like, Hey, here's condoms. I'll give the sex talk. I think I do it a very sex positive way. And then I'll end the sex talk with, but I demand plausible deniability. I (laughs) demand that if you're going to have sex in this house, that I can pretend you're not. Rhonda's whole thing was because we had to, because we had really bad, poorly trained dogs. So I was allowed to be in my room door shut from the age of 16. Terrible decision for a, to do to a child, but nonetheless, she had to. So, but what she, her thing was, it was always like, um, she would just go to bed early. If I brought over, you know, a girlfriend or whatever, my mom would just like, I would come home with them around like eight o'clock. My mom would like knock on the door at like around like nine or 10 and just be like, Hey, I'm going to bed. You guys just, you know, make sure to lock the door like in the house. And like, when you, like, when you go drop her off at home, make sure to come back and lock the door. I was like, yeah, mom, of course. That was my mom's way of saying like, okay, now you can do it. I'm going to be in bed. I'm going to be in bed now in a separate part of the house. Cause like, otherwise the living room is right there, you know? So it's just like, Hey, come on. So be respectful. No, I, Okay. I have a question about PJ and Josie. I'd love to answer it. I cannot also, I know I'm not This doing might a be a spoiler. Job. This so, movie bangs. Please, anyone, if you have the ability, if you see it on like streaming, this is this was hands down the funniest movie I've seen all year. It was amazing. A delight. Yes, Cody, please. Did it work? Did the plan work? Dude, what do you think? Of course it works. There, <laughs> I because it also it makes the most sense, right? Like I said, we as men, no girl would ever be interested in a man who starts a fight club. But I I feel like if you start a fight club, you could easily attract the same gender. Yes. And the way they play, you're like, this makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. If I ever end up in a fight club, I'm surprised there's not more. I'm surprised in the movie fight club, there's not more men making out. It is shocking because there really (laughs) should be. Because like when they're they're in that basement area, you know, and and when they have the first like the true first fight club and they're like in the basement beating the shit. There really should be, if you pan and look over the crowd, cause there's like a big circle of them. There were, du- there were dudes like hooking up. Oh, for sure. Easy. That, ener- that energy is very similar. Being physically violent with another person. I could, that's, you're just one, you're just naked body parts away from fucking. Like <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I think I, okay. I, I think I want to lock in Buzz and Woody cause it parallels our relationship so well. <sighs> and as the best friends who've ever existed, that, I think that's the proper way to start a good friendship <laughs> is animosity. I'm, I'm going to go bit. with you here. I, like I said, I cannot express enough how much I enjoy this. But one thing I'll say is we only are seeing PJ and Josie in high school. There's, I think there's seniors in high school or something. So like, we only have so much of their relationship, right? Mm-hmm. We don't know when they, we don't know if they're going to go to the same college that changes things. I mean, not for Cody and I, cause we're the best of best friends. Yeah. We, we went across, we didn't have to be with each other to be best friends. No, actually the vast majority of our friendship has been, has been over distance. Yeah. And it was been great for us. So it's been, it's been the best arguably. So yeah. I'm going to move Buzz and Woody on as well, but PJ and jo- come back, make the sequel. 
Let me know how they do because I want to yeah, see. We'll, we'll reassess the bracket in 10 Always years. Always happy to. All right. So we got Han and Chewie going up against Buzz and Woody. So I like for Buzz and Woody, the thing that I, I like is, you know, you get to see the growth of this friendship, right? Mm. Over time, you get to see the animosity between them. How eventually that's just all a misunderstanding. It's just that we're actually what we need to realize is that we're just good at different things. Yeah. Buzz Buzz understands it's like I wouldn't even be a good toy to play, you know, wet wild west with. That's not what you use me for. Cody had to learn that he was not an, a leading man. I'm the leading man. You exactly so are, yeah, you learned, and I'm not gonna win the Oscars, by the way. No, Cody's I'm a, Cody's a better actor. Let me I will, <laughs> I'm a, I'm not afraid to admit this. Cody's a better actor than I am, but what he possesses is not the I'm, the things you I, need. I'm the best supporting actor you'll ever find. And you and will Nick get the nomination, just a buddy. Fine lead. Yeah, I'm a <laughs> fine lead. That is what I bring to the table is a solid, dependable lead. But you, no one's out here like no one's impressed by what I've done. They're like, yeah, he held his own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he kept the he kept the ship afloat for sure. Yeah, we're like Jay and Silent Pop, you know. I guess. Who are not on this list because we didn't know enough about them. So thank you for bringing them up now. Well, I'm just we saying, don't know. Like, so Jay is in the movies. He's always the front man in all the movies. Sam Bob doesn't even talk. But behind sure, the scenes, you know but... Kevin Smith is writing all the movies. Kevin Smith's putting in the hours. Kevin Smith is getting his friends jobs. You know? Yeah. That's me. I'm that's Kevin Smith and you're you're Jason Muse. Yeah. And that's fine too. Once again, I'm too. happy. I'm like, I'm happy to not do all the work, by the way. <laughs> that's fine with me. And I just get to show up, <laughs> be handsome and awesome. Love it. Love Keep that it. up. So I do like that element of their friendship. Now, Han and Chewie, as we mentioned, forge in fire, right? Yeah. Supposed to murder him, showing that the true the true barrier to all friendship is just language. As That's long as you it. can as long as you can talk and you can speak that with somebody, you can be friends with anybody. You what have it, a how wild it would it have been if Luke Skywalker was about to get thrown in the Sarlacc pit and he just started talking Sarlacc. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. I'm just like trying to figure out I'm like I, Mostly, and this is this is my most like um actually like I don't think technically a sarlacc can talk in the same way like a worm can't talk. So I don't think they have a, a true language. Please, if anyone knows about sarlacc language, come at me and be like, no, there's actually a really robust society. Um, actually, if you read, um, I know they're non-canon now, but there was there was uh in the in the extended universe uh, fiction books, they actually was a really great one that had to do with. God. Let me know. Let me, I, I'm ha- I'm happy to be I, wrong. I know their non-canon now is going to go up there on the list of words that piss me <laughs> off right next to biological imperative. <laughs> like right up there. There's completely different people who say this. They by are. The way. They're yeah. not even close to the same person, but I'm going to hit you. But they're also not far off. Neither <laughs> are they. It's the same tree, different branches. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I, so I think with Han and Chewie, I, Here's what I'm happy is... about, Cody. I'm happy yes. you don't you didn't learn Japanese. That you okay. don't. I know you know a little bit of it, but you obviously couldn't speak it because I feel like what Han and Chewie would demonstrate and tells me is, is if you could speak Japanese, I think you have a better friend in Japan. I think mm. your best best friend is probably in Japan somewhere, mm. but they don't know English and you don't know Japanese. Exactly. So we're, that will never cross star cross lovers. Here's what I'm thinking: if if more people spoke Wookie, I don't think Han Solo is a good friend. I okay. think Han Solo is Chewie's only friend because oh. he can't communicate with anyone else. I think if you picked, I think nine out of 10 people, if they spoke Wookiee, would be better friends for Chewie. <laughs> but, but he doesn't know that, you know? 
it's very it's it's almost like he's like kind of keeping him captive and away from people yeah. because also well i guess we do know too i mean at some point they go back to it's like an abusive relationship where you can see it as an outsider but the person in it can't see it right and you're like that's exactly what's happening you're like Girl, you deserve better than that. And she's like, what? He loves me. He's always caring about me. It's like, dog, he, you're not allowed to carry any money. Do you As realize Chewie's, that's weird? Yeah, that you get that. That's not. Or it's like yeah. every because Chewie's always the one fixing the ship and shit while like Han's just out there drinking at the bar. Exactly. Like, yeah. Is this shit fixed yet, dude? You stupid piece of shit. Yeah. And you're like, man, you, you deserve so much better. Yeah. I was going to say, I thought he goes back to his planet, but he doesn't. And I don't know if Ewoks speak the same language as Wookiee. I'm sure that's more of like a Portugal to Spanish kind of situation where it's like, it's not that they can't understand each other, but there's a lot lost in translation. The thing you just said may be unintentionally the most racist thing you've ever said. They live (laughs) on completely different planets. The chance that their language even has syllables that are the same is wild. So like the fact that you sound like it's probably Dude, that was pretty fucked up, huh? (laughs) Way different planet. That's like, hey, there's a dude that kind of looks like Cody on Mars. Never been to Earth. He probably he could probably figure it out. You like, no, dog. Close. No, what? Damn, dog. Why really? would you think that? I'm gonna. I'll send out a big notes app apology on Twitter. <laughs> you should actually. Once I, once I kind of figure out how I want to phrase this, because I this is now weighing on my heart and my soul in a way that I'm like I'm gonna need to apologize to <laughs> the wiki community. The e- like, the, like, hey, the I both? shouldn't have assumed. I think all, both deserve. Yeah, I shouldn't have assumed just because you two were hairy, hairy. Uh, figures that of course yes. you two could communicate that is that's that is not true okay great. so i'm torn right now because i think buzz and woody love each other best friends they've been through stuff together and so have han and chewy but i don't think han loves chewy i, agree. I think I, han but, could replace chewy what i think, think han would go on easy what do you think about the fact and i guess maybe i mean this does also echo our own though but like they spend all this time together but i think it's in either three or four where but or Woody does leave. Like, he's like, I'm going to go off on my own thing now. Like, I'm going to go do this adventure. You got them now. It was four because Woody leaves to hang out with the pawn shop toys or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. Bo Peep, baby. Yeah. Well, but yeah. And, uh, and then he's like, buzz, you got the crew now. It's your crew. You take them. What do you think that's that? Like, th- that, is that we, very Nick, best Nick, friend? Is that? That's or is what that we not? did, though. That's best friend, baby. We did the same thing. Yeah. And when I see you, you know we're ride or die still. I know, but that's the thing. I, is, think, I, I think if Chewie and Han split up for one year, <laughs> Han, first of all, would never try to call. Never call. Never, never, never call. send a letter. Not at all. And I think if it was five years and they saw each other again, Han would have forgotten Wookiee. Right. Yeah. Or he would just like he he'd almost like act like he'd be like especially if like Chewie oh, got like a no haircut. he would walk up he'd be like oh it's my best friend ever Chubly yeah like Chubly or if like Chewie <laughs> got like a haircut like kind of like a new fashion like you know just kind of changed it up it's been five years he, he sees him he's like come on I know who you are come on um <laughs> uh, well you look so familiar to me why and he's like dude it's Chewie I got a haircut you asshole exactly like, oh. I gotta lock in Buzz and Woody I gotta do it I think so. I, I think so. I think we got to move Buzz and Woody on into. I think Chewie's a great friend. I think I agree with you. I, I think you're right. I think Chewie, but like you said, if anyone else, if one other person in the whole universe spoke, yeah, spoke, uh, spoke Wookie, that Wookiee. If he different. If which he different, also, to be fair, Han never speaks it back to him. Han just understands, understands it. it. And I guess, do we assume that Chewie understands English? He must. He, he can't must speak it. English. I don't. First of all, is it possible for a human to speak Wookiee? 
Oh, like our vocals, our vocal. Can we pants. do that sound? Yeah. Because like, if we did it, they, like we're like, <laughs> that's nothing. Yeah. Maybe like you're not saying anything. You. It's like yeah. when you try to meow at your at your cat. Yeah. They're like, the fuck are you doing? They like look at you. They're like, that's not. What, are you making fun of me right now? <laughs> Why are you being an asshole? What is that about? You're like, no, I'm just trying to try. Trying. I want to talk to you so much. Yeah, Please. I gotta like him, Buzz and Woody. It's gotta happen. I'm I'm with you on this. We'll move Buzz and Woody into that final four, and that is it, folks. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition. If you want about your boys, a few things that you can do, as always, share with a friend, tell a friend wherever you're listening to this. Make sure you hit that like, that subscribe, give us those five stars please absolutely follow us on all of our social media instagram twitter facebook interact with nick give us ideas we're getting more active this year if you have an idea for a 16 team tournament you'd like to see us do you can message us on all of that or email us at friendly competition podcast at gmail.com as always shout out to charizard for that intro outro music you want to hear more of their stuff and over to Bandcamp. type in charizard and replace the vowels with sixes that's going to be it for us folks we got a new episode coming out on wednesday but until then i've been nick carey And I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat.